0: Hello everyone, so uh, we're entering a new cycle of energy today, and actually as I record this, it's March 7th, which means um, Saturn has gone into Pisces, and we're in the full moon in Virgo, and I gotta tell you, you know, I'm gonna talk about all the different things that we're gonna experience energetically, but something has definitely shifted. I can feel the shift. I can feel it in myself. I can feel it in others. The capacity to come back to self, to anchor and ground is is something that was once fleeting, I feel, and feels so much more solid now. Anyways, so... <laughs> um, Because this energy is in concert with those two celestial bodies making a big power move, um, the good news is that we're going to be supported in moving into handling things with grace. The not so good uh, news is the shift we need to experience to get there. This doesn't really feel heavy or weighted to me, but it does feel invasive. So do your best to surrender and let it all unfold. Welcome to the magic of human design. I'm your host, Candace Wishman, a 6-2 generator, psychic intuitive, and today we will navigate the new energy cycle we are entering. Cycle energy is like a new phase for the sun as it enters a new astrological degree and shifts our energy. It's like the moon cycle, but not quite the same. Where the moon cycle shifts our energy in a big way, these energy cycles that I forecast shift our energy in a small but powerful way, and it's in concert with this full moon cycle. So, <laughs> uh, I feel like we're just gonna we're just gonna have these experiences where we're like, "Yep, <laughs> there's nothing we can do but laugh right now and let go." Um, Now, every new phase carries with it an energetic overlay that focuses on a specific aspect of our life that needs healing and expansion. New cycles mean new growth, new mastery of skills, new gifts, and new tools for us to use. In these forecasts, I talk about how these energies may affect you, why they affect you the way they do, and what you can do about it. Uh, be sure to check out my website to book your own personal human design session with me or to sign up for my new human design course. Uh, you can also get your own free human design natal chart on my website, and that's www.candywishman.com, and that's We're going to start off with some of the supportive energies we'll feel at this time. So... Everybody wants to rule the world, but for now, we're learning to rule our own worlds. This might feel like separation at first with everyone's inner authorities, truths, and worlds coming into focus, but it's actually helping us find our unique role in this world. Uh, This also isn't the energy of seeking, because what we create will seek us out, and for a lot of people, this will become evident, the proof that allows the brain to shift, You will most likely be more aware of how uh, different everyone is and may even witness the pressure of those not quite awake rejecting the differences of others as if it threatens their own inner world. But this energy also lends us the opportunity to rule our lives with grace and stepping out of anyone's backyard that doesn't allow that. And it's so fascinating because technically when I'm recording this right now, we're still in the last gate, which was the gate of truth. And I actually did okay. (laughs) And then today, you know, somebody commented on one of my posts trying to control the narrative by forcing their truth into the situation because what I was expressing, which was very gentle, like it was very gentle. There was no, you know, it wasn't... um, Some of my posts I know like at least a year ago could be very... (laughs) It could be triggering to people, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but this was very gentle. It was just very inclusive. I felt, you know, in in my own intention, and there was just a reaction. But it's almost like the cross between these two energies of where, um, it's like I need to assert my truth as the dominant truth in order to be heard. And that's fine. But then there's also this energy of being like, no, that's different than me and your difference in truth violates me in some way. So I feel like this supportive energy is just going to help us, you know, step into our own grace and honor our own authority for ourselves and do what we need to do to continue to feel that experience within ourselves. Um, I, I, for me, I actually need to move away from people in some way in order to find grace with myself, to sort of remove the energy from my field so that I can, you know, let the emotion move through because I'm so sensitive. And I'm just speaking to this so that if there's anyone listening, you can understand what happens, what's happening with you. But for me, when someone tries to project their truth in me and I th- I talked about this in the last uh, energy forecast but when somebody tries to force their truth into me it actually hurts my physical body it feels like somebody is trying to stab their truth into me and this is just I don't think they the the people who do this, I don't think there's an intention of that. I think it's just the response my body has to the, how unsafe the experience is energetically. and they're projecting emotion and their own and their own things, but they're unconscious to it. So there's gonna be a lot of unconscious behavior <laughs> coming up in this week. I'm just giving you all a heads up. And all you need to do, is acknowledge how it made you feel and soothe yourself and love yourself through. And if you have people to, you know, talk to, talk to them, you know, um, and do what you need to do with you without any feeling of guilt. Because I think sometimes, especially if we're awake and we're conscious and we're going through this, you know, evolution of consciousness, We hold ourselves to these unrealistic standards like we have to behave a certain way. And my point is, or my example is for this person, I actually blocked them from my account because I didn't want that kind of energy around me in the moment. And I'm judging myself being like, oh, I guess I'm not healed if I have to do that. But the truth is, is that I chose to do what I needed to do for myself in the moment, regardless of how it was seen or viewed by anyone else. I chose myself in that moment, no matter how it looked to anyone else. So that to me was me having the good grace to honor what I needed to create that healthy space for myself so that I could move the energy out of my own body and allow myself to have compassion for the other person and send them love and sent, you know, I did a, a Pono Pono thing. It was just a very, and this is probably, I don't know how things were on this person's end of things. I'm not going to sit here and assume. It was probably just a blip in their day, but this was my response to it. And instead of projecting and taking it out or arguing, I just went within myself and, and cleared out. So I felt the energy was very helpful for that. So the subtle supportive undertones of this energy, um, so from the last two energy cycles, it feels like we expanded, came back in, and now we're expanding it again, but it's more like we're going in a direction. We were going in one direction, got what we needed, came back to the center point, and are now off in a new direction. The core support of energy is still centered around witnessing our experience and shifting our relationship with abundance, but now we will feel the added bonus of initiation and personal truth. So this new direction is really all about initiating action based on our personal truth and experiences and letting everything else fall away. This isn't about convincing anyone else what you believe to be true. This is about you trusting what you believe to be true and running with it. The beautiful thing about this is that um, it doesn't have anything to do with anyone else and it will feel that way too where you may have struggled to step into yourself and your experience You'll feel the undeniable calling to do just that. Fears be damned. So our natural abundance comes from this radical inner, inner acceptance and our path of our path, sorry, in the moment. I'm going to read that again. Our natural abundance comes from this radical inner acceptance of our path in the moment. We're also going to be witnessing great change within ourselves and others and the world. And the supportive energy is really helping us integrate and remember and reconcile. So this isn't just fleeting like, oh, this is a possibility. Like this really, truly feels like permanent change. Now, the main cycle of this energy has everything to do with the gift of emotional openness. <laughs> the problem is, <laughs> well, the problem is, is that emotions are not readily accepted or open. Like even... Even, you know, in my own reaction to someone else's emotions, right? I get to deal with that and how I need to deal with it, but it's still a reaction. So how how do you become emotionally open if you're unable to be honest with yourself about what closes you off in the first place? This cycle is helping us embody grace and it lends itself to allowing our rough edges soften. So leading back to the experience I just talked about... <clears throat> I had a very rough edge. I had because I I will 100%, and I'm. This is the part I won't judge myself for. I was judging myself for doing the blocking, but I I worked through that. But I won't ever judge my own energy for rejecting somebody's need to force their truth onto me. I will never ever judge that. I love that about myself. However, I recognize that it's hard. And it feels unsafe, right? I'm I'm in a defensive structure because I'm not feeling safe in the moment. Um, but as I move, as I allow myself to express and acknowledge how I feel, and move through these emotions, I then come to a place of compassion and love for myself, which means I can then have compassion and love for that other person, whoever they are, in whatever situation. And in that moment, that's where I feel the softening happen and the softening feels so good. <laughs> when you soften your heart and let the energy of love create ease beyond fear, you become emotionally open. Our emotions have an incredible power that were that they have an incredible power that was never really understood, even in their most catalytic state. They provide a cleansing and opening, a release that our thoughts and actions just can't do for us. In these turbulent times, emotional grace and understanding can go a long way. This isn't about being graceful under pressure or only displaying good or acceptable emotions. This is about having the grace to accept that emotions happen and they are important and maybe even offering yourself the good grace to experience them. The moment we judge our emotions, we close ourselves off from our experience and, gift, and the gift our emotions offer us. And that truly never feels good, at least not deep down anyways. So what are we actually healing with this cycle? We're healing the victim of ungracious behavior. <laughs> so the, uh, the, co- the concept of ungracious behavior always makes me laugh because it stems from the idea that grace is only offered when people are comfortable. So much of our emotional growth was stunted due to the intergenerational trauma we have. And I mean generations of generations of generations, not... Uh, being allowed to feel or express their feelings or have emotions in this cycle we traverse the energy from shadow um, to shift to gift so when the victim energy which is also the shadow energy is passive it makes us feel like we have to be proper and show no emotion when the victim energy is aggressive it makes us reject others and react emotionally to things in people and it doesn't matter, like, you could be a normally passive person and you could have an aggressive victim. Like, there's no there's no one-size-fits-all here. <laughs> it's all based on the situation and the experience. But it's also to understand that every single one of those experiences, especially if you become conscious and aware, is actually moving energy out of your body. So, um, as we transmit this energy, we will experience waves of moving from misalignment to alignment, And know that you might be up and down throughout this. So you might be feeling in the gift of grace and feeling really graceful and you might have an emotional reaction in the next moment. That doesn't mean you're not healed. It doesn't mean, it means you've completed some part of your healing (laughs) and now you're on to the next part. (laughs) So it's just allowing yourself to kind of go with the flow and ride the waves of these energies because everything that's happening for you is happening, well, it's happening for you, right? It's happening to help you It's not, um, it's not meant to be a goal marker or something that you are judging yourself or grading yourself, um, as how healed you are or how not healed you are. Um, let's see. So when we experience the shadow or lower vibrational frequency of this energy, because honestly, this whole, and we'll kind of get to this in just a moment, because so much of the misaligned energy that comes up in these cycles weren't things that we consciously took on. We very innocently took on these energies and they probably served us at some time uh, in our life to help us survive our situation. But as we evolve, as we become more conscious... Um, We don't necessarily need them anymore. So they become old and misaligned to our new path. So this misaligned energy, I talk about the victim energy, the shadow, it's really just energy that needs to move out. (laughs) And these catalytic experiences help us do just that. So when we experience the shadow or lower vibrational frequency, it can show up as a false sense of character in the idea of appearing proper. But inauthentic and emotionally turbulent deep down so in the passive sense it's very much about you know I need to hold my emotions I can't let anyone see that I have that I have emotions because that means that I'm unhealed or it means that I'm you know not an adult I'm some child or emotionally trauma traumatized person or whatever it is Um, And then on the flip side of that, it comes across as being antisocial and extremely emotional reactive. So this is very much about lashing out at people and wanting to, you know, educate them and express your truth to them as if they're beneath you and all these. It's really just anger needing to come out, but there's an unconsciousness to that, right? Um, So much of our subconscious, uh, experience and energy, which is where the shadow and this misaligned energy uh, resides is in our subconscious, leads to unconscious behavior because we're unable to see it. So these cycles that we go through help those things come to the surface so we can become more aware. So denying our emotions, and the emotions of others is an unhealthy habit we picked up. Now I'm not saying that people should go around going off on other people and letting their emotions run wild without any comprehension of their behavior or what's going on within them, that's highly unconscious. I'm just saying when we can be conscious of it and lean in, the emotional experiences we have deliver a great impact to our growth and we only think they are ungracious because we are taught that that and how other people's emotions make us feel. We're taught to shove our emotions down because it was bad to have them, because it felt bad for the people around us who weren't able to understand their own reactions and emotions. Then we learn to self-regulate and judge ourselves as an ungracious human being when we have those emotions. I like to see the root of things when I do these cycle forecasts. I like to see where the root of the issue shows up for us Uh, Because how it started and how it shows up for us as adults are two very different things. Sometimes we witness as a small child and think that's the way to be with no prefrontal cortex developed and no one to tell us otherwise. What we experience becomes our truth when we're little. So we either absorb energetically from the influential people around us, we experience the brunt of their own trauma, um, or we adopt it as if that's the way to be, right? Because we're kids, we don't know any better. So as I talk about these situations, because I'm gonna bring up some of the ways in which this kind of energy may have started early on in life, please don't take this as blaming the people who raised you. They were doing the best they could and for the most part had no idea they were passing on their own childhood trauma down to you. This is simply for awareness, like identifying the root of the weed so you can uproot it from the source. So, ways in which we may have experienced taking on the shadow or victim energy early on in life. Uh, You may have been raised in a highly volatile environment or an environment where the adults were quick to anger. This could have had two different impacts. One, where you reject all emotions because the strongest ones made you feel scared and you became emotionally non-reactive. Or two, where you adopted the behavior and became emotionally reactive you know as kids we 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 learn from the people around us and if the people around us don't really know how to deal with their emotions <laughs> but they're dealing with them in whatever way they know we adopt how to deal with them oh, this is how we deal with our emotions this is how it's going to be i'm going to be reactive cuz that's kind of what i've been shown and what i've been modeled um your emotions may have been shut down by the adults in your life that didn't know how to handle their own emotions let alone yours you may have felt like you had to handle the emotions of the adults in your life by being more well-behaved or trying to do things to stop the bad emotions. You may have been made to feel responsible for how other people feel. You may have witnessed people being judged for their emotions and that scared you. You may have been made to feel silly or stupid for how you feel or the emotion emotional expressions you had. Um, you may have had overly cautious people in your life that made a big deal out of all the little things. So you learn not to emote because that would, that would garner a big reaction. You know, um, sometimes that'll show up as, uh, a child crying and then a mom, mom or dad making a big fuss over it. And then they learn not to do that because it's kind of embarrassing. Um, yes, The trauma response we develop shows up in our reactions, decisions, thoughts, and behaviors about things. Our trauma response, while once serving us, is something we outgrow, and it just becomes a hindrance in our life. It becomes old, stagnant energy that no longer serves any real purpose, but to keep us out of alignment with where we are now. So how you know you're existing in the misaligned energy of the shadow. If you're trying to pretend you're not feeling what you are, either to not show weakness to others trying to look like you have it all together, or out of fear of making other people uncomfortable, you're in the misaligned energy. Having an emotional reaction about something and then feeling guilt or shame about it is if that makes you a bad person or unhealed person. Judging other people for their emotional reactions because you're trying to justify how they make you feel instead of leaning into your own feelings. And this will happen a lot, especially if you've had... Uh, volatile experiences as a child, that is, <laughs> that is a, that's a hard thing to process even when you're conscious. And I'll kind of get to that in a moment, but you'll want to f- hone in on the person and blame them and figure them out <laughs> instead of dealing with your feelings because they, their reaction brought out feelings in you. Um, wanting to shut down someone else's emotions, even in a caring way, because you're uncomfortable Deeming emotions good or bad because then you can control them in some way. Denying what you really feel because you're afraid it means you're a bad person, like I feel angry, um, even sometimes, and I'm I don't justify hate, but if you're an ex- having an experience with yourself and the word hate comes up, you get to lean into that. But we judge the word hate so much, right? But well, what if you're really hating what someone did, <laughs> you know, lean into that, but judging yourself for it, right? Deeming the emotions, um, denying what you feel because you think it makes you a bad person. So blaming other people for how you feel, blowing up at other people because you're unable to regulate your emotions or even trying to make them feel what you feel, Right, wanting to project the way that you feel onto them, uh, trying to fix situations where there's a lot of emotions because deep down you fear bad things happen if you don't. So these are all the kind of ways, uh, very generalized ways that these show up, and they might all serve you. They might all be something you recognize. There might only be some that you can kind of align with, sorry, or resonate with. For me, this too <laughs> comes in many ways. So much of my childhood was full of uh, being controlled by anger, explosive anger, and the inability to feel how I felt. I was made to feel like I was too sensitive, and it made it hard for me as an adult to express how I feel without feeling like I was being a burden. And the explosive anger, it made me a fixer. Here, let me come and do whatever it is you need as long as you stop screaming and shouting. I'm sure there is more to it because there's a lot of influential people in my life that had narcissistic tendencies, but so much of my experience was about them. Um, And I was a kid, so I didn't really understand. The narcissism experienced wasn't covert, it was overt, like a kid having a temper tantrum to get their way regardless of how it affected everyone involved this was arguments and threats to punish and leave so for me emotional volatility always ended up with me losing out in some way i want to preface that there were there were also loving and caring people in my life too but because this is about emotional reactions i'm focusing on that i've gotten much better now knowing i'm not responsible for anyone's emotional experience but my body still reacts when tensions are high and i'll and i will say Uh, That on the positive side of things, I've been given the good grace to let myself get angry. It's like witnessing other people get angry has helped me give myself permission to do so. But I don't actually do a very good job expressing myself emotionally still to this day with my family members. It's a work in progress, but my awareness allows me to give myself the grace to accept it. So we know what's wrong. What do we do now? (laughs) So how you can consciously shift the energy when you notice you're out of alignment. Um, I don't know why this is coming up now, but um, part of the misaligned energy for us is also shoving those emotions down as if it's bad to feel anger towards someone. <laughs> that anger coming up that's, that you have towards someone, it isn't about them but it's doing its job in making you aware that you're holding anger inside your body and that you there's something in you that that needs to be investigated if you will leaned into felt into that that person making you angry just a notifier just a notification a little red bell on your phone <laughs> that's it but I feel sometimes when we have guilt about those things, when we feel angry towards someone, um, we don't allow ourselves to go deeper with it. We spend a lot of time trying to um, either make sense of the anger we have from them from an outside point of view or from outside in. Or we spend so much time in guilt and shame that we don't really get to the root of the issue. So I don't know where they want to go with that, but here we are. So how can you consciously shift the energy when you notice you're out of alignment? Witness your reaction to emotions and lean into why you're having that reaction, whatever it is. Just own your reaction. Just own it. It's a part of you. You're human. It's a beautiful thing to be human and have emotions and have these experiences as hard as they are. Allow us to move the energy out. It's a catalyst that our brain, our thinking, our thoughts and our actions, physical actions sometimes can't do. It only only our emotions can do it. Take a moment to consider the energy involved in the situation and what it's actually offering you. Allow yourself to feel and emote. While you may not do this on a whim or in front of people, you certainly can. You can take moments to yourself to feel or express. Witness your reaction to your own emotional expressions and start to love yourself through. This doesn't mean you don't apologize if an apology is needed in the event that you took your own feelings out on someone, but it's about honoring that you're human and it's okay to have these moments. Healing doesn't happen if we shut out the energy that does the healing. And sometimes we have to have these difficult experiences to push us past the threshold of our comfort. That threshold that kind of keeps us stagnant, right? Emotions, emotional experiences, move us into that next area. Observe the clarity you get after the emotions have moved out. This will be highly important for emotional authorities, uh, but everyone gains clarity when they've exercised the emotional energy they're carrying in one way or another. Observe how your stifled emotions may be affecting how you think and act. For me, I just breathe. (laughs) I tell myself it's okay to let it out. And I notice that my whole body feels better when I do. The gift of this energy will make our experience feel less hard. It dissolves the tension in our body that. Our sorry, our in our bodies that are trying to reject an experience out of fear, it will let us reap the rewards of healthy emotional experiences and soften our heart to let love and abundance in. It gives us the good grace to be human and to live into our experiences. So the process of um, integration with the subconscious. Our healing journey is to become more conscious of our subconscious and it takes events and circumstances to allow this to come forward. This, the process of integrating our subconscious energy into our conscious awareness has a specific pattern. The details of the events and experiences will be different for everyone but the energetic path we take in resolving the imprints in our subconscious will be the same. In this cycle we move From oppression to dishonor to graciousness to transmutation to transfiguration to grace. (laughs) Don't worry so much about the titles. That's just the energy path that they took me through. The integration will begin when you experience oppression, either oppressing yourself because of fear or oppressing your emotions because of fear. And like anything that gets bottled up, pressure builds and you behave dishonorably in some way. This is either a judgment of your emotional reaction as if it's dishonorable um or you feel the behavior itself is dishonorable there's some kind of judgment around dishonor and the truth is is you're you could just be being dishonorable to yourself because of that. Um, in this energy of release, you lean into graciousness, which allows you to transmute the old misaligned energy, dictating your reactive choices in doing so you transfigure the beliefs you carry that you keep or that keep you oppressed and enter a state of grace for yourself, your life, your experience and others. So for example, um, I'll have an experience where I feel oppressed by something and I'll lash out, (laughs) not necessarily at anyone in particular and sometimes towards myself, So in this example, I'll use the fact that I was trying to exercise this week and it made me feel worse about myself. Cue the bottled up emotions about how I'm feeling about my body and whoop, there it is. (laughs) I cried and I screamed and I punched my pillows and after I let it all out, I comforted myself. The energy of my emotional reaction purged all those awful beliefs I was perpetuating. I was able to come into... A state of grace with it, and I didn't judge myself. I didn't. I definitely didn't do it in front of anyone. I still have a hard time expressing my emotions in front of people out of fear of how they'll react to me. Um, but this was a very prime example of how <laughs> emotional, having the emotional reaction, helped really calm my mind and my body so that I could be clear. So in conclusion, during this time, there will be a lot of emotional reactivity from people and yourself. Just do your best to allow the experience to be what it is and let the emotions move through so you can come back to feeling at ease. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it helped you out. I'm sending you all so much love.